I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with privacy attorney Kirk Nara of the law firm Wilmer Hale. Kirk will be discussing some of the top health data privacy issues to watch in 2020. So, Kirk, I understand that there are five top issues that you're watching closely in 2020 concerning health data privacy. Those include the Department of Health and Human Services request for information regarding potential changes to HIPAA, HHS's Office for Civil Rights Enforcement of HIPAA, especially as it relates to patients' right to access their health information, potential regulations, developments related to health data not covered under HIPAA, the California Consumer Privacy Act and other state privacy regulations, and then privacy issues surrounding health data used for medical research. Let's touch briefly upon each of these areas and discuss the key elements that we should be watching for. First, the Department of Health and Human Services in 2018 issued a request for information for public input into potential changes or updates for HIPAA. What do you expect will happen with this? What possible changes are most likely to happen, if any, in your opinion, and why? So a couple of points. Let's start with the process. So this was an RFI, which is basically used in a situation where the government has sort of ideas that they want to explore, but they're not really sure yet that they have a position on those ideas. And so the RFI was designed to get input from various stakeholders on the ideas that the Office of Civil Rights had. We expect to see an actual proposed rule sometime relatively soon. That's an intentionally vague time period that I used, but maybe as early as sometime still in 2019, although with every passing day that obviously becomes less likely. I expect we'll see it some point early in 2020. What was interesting about the RFI was that while it covered a variety of different topics, it largely seemed to be focused on questions about whether the HIPAA privacy rule actually impedes certain kinds of activity that the government views as desirable. For example, there were questions related to whether the current HIPAA privacy rule impedes efforts at coordinated care or to move the healthcare system to a more value-based care setting. There also were some both explicit and implicit sort of undertones related to the opioid crisis and this sense in the government that somehow that crisis could have been averted or reduced if there had been better information sharing. And so it's an interesting approach. They're looking at expanding information sharing related to some of those issues. We can debate both whether we should have more information sharing related to those issues and whether the HIPAA privacy rule is really the problem, but that's sort of what they're looking at and as well as a variety of other issues. So I think this will be a meaningful proposed rule, but again, in the process, a proposed rule is still pretty far away from having something final in place. So Kirk, what about OCR's enforcement of HIPAA, including patients' right to access? What do you expect we might see in this area? So HHS's enforcement throughout the course of the HIPAA era 
has been generally pretty reasonable and pretty thoughtful. They spent a lot of time early in the HIPAA era, you know, rather than doing aggressive enforcement, making sure that people were educated, were guided, they fixed problems, etc. They wanted to make sure that they weren't too aggressive in enforcement because they were worried that if they were too aggressive, entities might not share information that needed to be shared and that that would be problematic both for patients and for the industry. Obviously, in the last several years, there's been much more enforcement. That enforcement has tended to be related to security breaches. It has tended to be situations where companies either had egregious failures or had had multiple failures. There also were a handful of situations where what I like to call sort of send a message cases where, where HHS you know, wanted to make sure that people understood that something was not appropriate. And that enforcement is all continuing sort of in the normal course. One of the things that HHS spent a lot of time on in 2019, and I think we're going to see the sort of results of that in 2020, is a renewed focus on the idea of patient access to information. That is clearly a HIPAA right. It is a right that while not that many people necessarily exercise it, where people want to exercise that right, we want to make sure that they can get access to their information in a reasonable and useful way. And the government is concerned that's not happening properly. There's been some interesting reports, primarily from a, a company called Citizen out on the West Coast that's done a scorecard of how hospitals respond to access requests and much of their reporting on that issue has been that the hospitals are not very good at doing this. So the government has indicated that they're going to start doing enforcement related to access and it's going to be really interesting to watch that because those tend to be smaller situations. I mean, it's not like 10,000 people request access from a hospital. So it's going to be really interesting to watch how they handle these smaller cases. But I do think that we will start to see those. We will start to see real pressure on companies to make sure that they are providing patient access rights. And it's really something that companies need to be doing properly at, at this point in time. So, Kirk, what about potential privacy regulations or even possible legislation that we might see around data not currently protected under HIPAA? What types of health data are you most concerned about right now in terms of falling outside the scope of HIPAA? The HIPAA rules have always been limited scope rules. They apply where there's a covered entity involved. So it needs to involve a doctor, it needs to involve a hospital, it needs to involve a health insurer. And there's a, there's a lot of history to that that's probably not worth going into at this point. But we've always known that it was a limited scope rule. It's not a general health information privacy rule. It's a rule that protects particular information in certain situations when it's held by certain kinds of entities. And one of the developments that's we, that we've seen in the last, say, decade, although it's been increasing in frequency and urgency and volume in the last couple of years, has been all kinds of situations where health-related information is being gathered, collected, created in contexts where it's not regulated by HIPAA. Yeah, the easiest examples are things like wearables and healthcare mobile apps where there's essentially a, a company and a consumer, but there's no doctor or hospital involved. And so we've had a lot of attention over the past several years. You know, what does it mean when we've got all this health information that is outside the scope of HIPAA? And we're seeing more and more situations where that data is 
potentially problematic. It's not automatically problematic, but potentially problematic. We've seen concerns from consumers because they can't understand the rules. If this particular kind of data is held by this company, it's protected. If it's held by a different company, it's not protected. We've seen business challenges where data needs to move either from HIPAA to outside of HIPAA or from outside of HIPAA to inside of HIPAA. That's creating strategy issues, compliance issues, contractual concerns. And so there's just a lot of attention being focused on that issue. There was a couple of years where we were thinking about that issue on its own. There's at least one piece of legislation at the federal level that focuses on this non-HIPAA health data issue on its own. It's a, a bill from Senators Klobuchar and Murkowski on this point. To some extent, it's an issue that's been wrapped up in the broader national debate about a national privacy law, but I think we're going to continue to see real pressure on this point because more and more companies and activities are being built in this space where it's not regulated by HIPAA, even though tons of healthcare information is being collected. So now, Kirk, what should we be watching for in 2020 in terms of the California Consumer Privacy Act and other state privacy regulations as it relates to health data? So CCPA is the single biggest thing that's going on in the privacy world today. Companies all over the place are scrambling to get in compliance with this law. It's a pretty crazy law in a lot of respects mainly because there's a lot of confusion about how so many of the provisions actually apply, whether they make sense, whether they fit together, et cetera. So there's a broader discussion about California in general, but for the healthcare industry, what California and the CCPA is doing is creating not only a in HIPAA and an out of HIPAA, but now we've got basically three different buckets of regulations applicable to health information that relates to the state of California. HIPAA-covered entities basically are carved out of the CCPA. It's not a wonderfully worded exception, but essentially they're, car- they're carved out. So we have one set of rules for HIPAA-covered entities and their business associates. There's a California medical privacy law that also is exempted from CCPA. So we have companies who are covered by the California Confidentiality of Medical Information Act, some of whom are not covered by HIPAA. There's certain technology companies, certain kinds of direct-to-consumer activities that are covered by the California medical privacy law, but not HIPAA. Then there's a third category, which is sort of almost everybody else who deals with healthcare information who isn't subject to either of those two other laws. So we have the situation now in California where there are three sets of rules that relate to health information depending on who has that information, who's collecting it, what what they're doing with it, and who has it. So that's just a really uncomfortable situation, and it seems to be a little bit of a lose-lose for both healthcare companies and consumers. Healthcare companies are struggling because they have to build different sets of compliance programs. They have trouble doing you know, creative, innovative partnerships. They've got restrictions on data sharing. It's just lots of, lots of problems there. And for consumers, it's almost impossible for them to figure out what the rules are for data that is about their health. And so we're going to be watching how that plays out in California. We're going to be watching what other states do 
both generally with the California law and in particular related to healthcare information. And then that same issue is also coming up at the federal level where members of Congress are trying to figure out what to do with a national privacy law. And as part of that national privacy law, what do you do with pre-existing HIPAA rules and healthcare information. So just a really interesting set of legislative issues that we're going to be watching very actively in 2020. So Kirk, privacy issues surrounding health data used in medical research, what are the top issues that we should be watching for in this area in 2020? So the question of medical research is somewhat related to the other topics we've talked about, but really is its own set of issues because it's a different set of regulations. And so there's been a question for 15 years or so as to whether the HIPAA privacy rule impedes medical research in any way. Government's taking a look at that. The research agencies are taking a look at that. HHS, OCR is taking a look at that. Definitely an ongoing issue. But we're seeing a couple of particular complications dealing with medical research. One is that more and more frequently, medical research includes information that is not necessarily thought of as health information. It's often information that is not regulated by HIPAA. It's often information about behaviors and activities. And we're just learning increasingly that information that isn't obviously about your health is actually really relevant to how we evaluate and conduct medical research. So the fact that we have all these different rules is creating its own set of problems. Another issue that's coming up specifically for medical research is the international component. Obviously, there are different privacy laws in other countries. The European Union, for example, has its own set of privacy rules, the GDPR, where the idea was that there was going to be a consistent set of privacy rules across the European Union. But one of the things we're seeing in particular with medical research is that the different countries that are relevant for EU oversight have different perspectives on how these rules work with medical research. So there are certain components of medical research where there are conflicting interpretations of GDPR and the research rules in Europe. We have other situations where different countries are taking different positions on the appropriate contractual relationships and compliance obligations between research sponsors, medical sites who are conducting the research, healthcare providers, etc. So there's an increasing amount of confusion about the right rules for medical research, and that's creating real tensions with the need to do medical research and the potential opportunities for medical research because of the growth in available data that could be used for this research. So again, 2019 was a year of sort of problems being identified in connection with medical research. We're certainly going to spend a lot of time in 2020 on trying to figure out solutions to that. I'm not sure we're quite there yet, but again, it's creating real tensions, real complications on an ongoing basis in connection with medical research activities, both in the United States and all around the world. Thanks, Kirk. I've been speaking to Attorney Kirk Nara. I'm Marianne Kolbezak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.